Okay, Adrian, what a fascinating conversation. Really an interesting guest uh, this week. What were your key takeaways? Well, this is interesting. We all know meditation is good for us, uh, whether we do it or not. We know we should, um, and many, many of us we've tried, but this is a great idea of bringing sound into the equation. Um, you know, whether it's the, getting the, you know, and going to, uh, you know, of the, of the bowls or, you know, going to, uh, Karen's website and, and getting some free downloads. And that's always great. You know, the, the brain needs these times where they reset through meditation. So I thought that was really important, uh, to, to begin how we, uh, we might get a little bit more mindful as we move through our lives. Yeah, I was really uh, taken with the story of Dr. Alexander and his coma mm -hmm. and coming out. He says, it's not our brain that creates this, it's our consciousness. And it goes on and on, you know, beyond death, this idea of people having after death communications, that that's a real thing. People don't talk about it because then you, people think you're crazy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you don't take a, a deeper dive, but more than half of people say, yeah, no, whether it was through a, a scent or a touch or a dream, that there was this um, communication. I, she said something that really struck me, that when people die or you lose them, this idea that you will see them again. We didn't get a chance to go much deeper into that, that your consciousness does move on and mm -hmm. that you're kind of reunited in a way. I'm sure there was a lot more we could have talked about yeah. there. Interesting yeah, concept. That's, right? It is, because I think that's what Dr. Alexander came out of his coma saying. What He says, the brain isn't creating consciousness. He says, I've realized consciousness exists, and we exist beyond this, this sphere. And, and as she said, there's other near-death experiences that people say the same thing. And we've all had that experience, right? Where, and maybe, maybe not all of us. She says sixty to seventy percent of people. But um, last year, when my dad died, um, Tony, my son, was down in California at USC, and it was a few hours later. He says he's just sitting in his apartment. He didn't even know that his granddad had died yet. And he says uh, one of his chess pieces just toppled over. And he says uh, he just looked, and he says he felt very peaceful. He says, but there was somebody there. And, uh, you know, mm -hmm. granddad was going and telling him, hey, I know you're not here. You can't be. But, you know, I love you. And, you yeah. know, I mean, we've all had those kinds of experiences, whether we accept them or not. And this is some pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing, of course, that spoke to both you and I was this concept of gratitude that you speak gratitude to your heart and to your yeah. consciousness and the ripple effect that when you do that, it actually does impact people around you. And, you know, we've all had that sense of there's something not right with somebody. They're anxious, they're angry or whatever. And it does kind of repel us. And at the mm. same time, if you mm. put that goodness out to the world, it brings people towards you and reduces their anxiety. I, I thought that was great, the way that you can not just impact yourself, uh, also those around you. I love that idea too. Yeah. Putting it out. Cause we do, we see there are people that will sit by and they just sort of emanate goodness and you don't know what is, you know, Hey, are you, you know, are you, like you said, are you a very religious person? Are you a spiritual person? Or, um, and there are just some people who emanate that. Um, and others are definitely attracted to them. And, and what she's saying is, yeah, we put out gratitude through our hearts. That's really what makes people sort of more, you know, pulled toward us. Uh, the last thing I have too, that she's saying, look, with all of this, um, find your purpose. You know, who am I? Where am I going? What's my purpose? Why am I here? 
so few people go through that exercise, but but it's so important to, to keeping our mental health strong. Yeah, finding your purpose. Because boy, when you don't have a purpose, it gets really tough to get up in the morning, doesn't it? You know, I, I yeah. agree with you on that. Well, as we put more gratitude out into the world, we want to express our special thanks and gratitude to our wonderful producer, Brent Klein, to Christy Lawrence, who helps us find all these amazing guests. And of course, to all of you who listen in, if you like the podcast, we encourage you to share it. We'd love you to visit our, our website, thecultureworks.com, for lots of free resources to help you and your and your team thrive. But there's one other thing, Adrian, that we love to do, and what is that? We love to speak to audiences around the world. I assume that's where you're going. We like to do that virtually or in person. Chester just got back from Dubai. I got back from Scotland. And uh, we love to go and wherever wherever we're asked to go in this great world. Uh, we love to speak on topics of culture, leadership, teamwork, resilience. So give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about your event. And don't forget to pick up a copy of Anxiety at Work at a bookstore or on Amazon, anywhere near you. Well, another delightful guest. It was so grateful for you all taking time to listen in. Hopefully there were two or three things that helped reduce your anxiety and make your day just a little better. But as always, Adrian, I give you the last word. <laughs> I don't know when this started, but uh, I don't know always, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to have the last word. And what we do is we wish all of you for listening in the best of mental health until next time. 